how boxed wine is better than bottled. That story and more on H2O Radio's Weekly News Report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Colorado is known as the headwater state because eight major rivers originate there, including the Colorado, Arkansas, Rio Grande, and Platte, supplying water to many other states. Now a new report from the Colorado Climate Center at Colorado State University shows the river flows could decrease by up to 30% over the next three decades as the snowpack that feeds them shrinks due to human-caused climate change that's making the state hotter. The average temperature in Colorado warmed by 2.3 degrees Fahrenheit from 1980 to 2022. It's not just Colorado. A new Dartmouth study shows snowpacks across the northern hemisphere have shrunk over the past 40 years because of global warming. The sharpest reductions in the U.S. have been in the southwest and the northeast. The Red Sea lies between the east coast of Africa and the west coast of the Arabian Peninsula. It's one of the world's busiest shipping lanes, with more than 30,000 vessels passing through every year and comprising 12% of global trade. It's the shortest route by sea between Europe and Asia via the Suez Canal to the Mediterranean. Now the volume of freight passing through the Red Sea has dropped significantly because of attacks on vessels by Houthi rebels in Yemen. The Houthis, backed by Iran, have said their offensive is in protest of the killing, destruction, and siege in Gaza. U.S. and British planes and ships struck Houthi targets in Yemen in retaliation, and there are fears that a protracted conflict will lead to more inflation and disruption of supply chains. Many shipping companies are now avoiding the route and taking a much longer journey around the southern tip of Africa, which burns more fuel and adds as much as 2,700 extra tons of CO2 for every ship that goes around the Cape instead of through the Suez Canal. Last week, the carmaker Tesla said it would pause production in Germany for two weeks because of a lack of parts from the shipping disruption. There are also problems for shipping through the Panama Canal, where drought continues to slow operations. The number of vessels passing through daily is down from 36 to 22 and could go lower. El Nino weather patterns have worsened the situation because the canal does not have enough fresh water to sustain normal traffic levels. Microplastics have been found everywhere on Earth, from the deep ocean to the tallest mountains, and they're also in us through what we eat and drink. Researchers at Columbia University found that a single plastic bottle of water contains some 240,000 plastic fragments, a figure higher than previously thought because the team used new technology to assess nanoplastics, pieces less than one-seventieth the width of a human hair. Microplastics don't degrade quickly. Instead, they splinter into nanoplastics, which are tiny enough to pass through our intestines and lungs directly into our bloodstream, traveling from there to organs, including the heart and brain. The researchers tested three brands of bottled water sold in the U.S. and found PET plastic, which makes sense because that's what many water bottles are made of, as are containers for sodas and products like ketchup and mayonnaise. The team thinks the plastic gets in the water when the bottle is squeezed, gets exposed to heat, or when the cap is repeatedly opened and closed, which causes particles to break off. But the most common plastic they found was a type of nylon, 
which ironically, they said, probably comes from filters used to purify the water before it's bottled. Speaking of beverages, would you consider buying a Cabernet or Rosé if it came in an aluminum can or box rather than a bottle which has a higher carbon footprint? Researchers in Australia wanted to find out if alternatives like boxed wine would appeal to consumers if they learned that the environmentally friendly options were up to 51% more carbon efficient than glass. The biggest source of carbon emissions from the wine industry are conventional glass bottles, one of which generates over a kilogram of CO2. Their production and transport makes up more than two-thirds of the sector's total carbon output. The study showed there is a bit of snobbery with shoppers who associate alternatively packaged wine with lower quality when compared to glass bottles that come with a sense of heritage and luxury. Younger consumers were more likely to choose eco-friendly options. Beyond the environmental benefits of being easier to recycle and ship, Boxed wine can last longer after being opened and offers greater savings by containing the equivalent of four bottles. Also, a box takes less energy to produce than a bottle. If you still prefer bottles and live in California, starting on January 1st, consumers pay a bit more for wine and spirits. Prices will include a deposit, which is recovered if the bottle is returned empty, in the same way aluminum cans are currently redeemable. The program is meant to improve California's recycling efforts and divert more waste from landfills. That's it for this week in water. Support comes from Right Water Engineers, providing water resources engineering in Colorado and beyond for more than 60 years. Project services and resumes are online at rightwater.com.